Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, normally a two-hour show, but we're up and about on this Saturday, and of course after this we go to the AFL preliminary final. The Swans taking on Collingwood, and right here where we are live... Hyde Park House, Jesse's Lounge, 49 Williams Street. There is, I've never seen so many scarves in the middle of spring. They are a scarves supporter base, the yeah, AFL yeah, fans, aren't they? Yeah. Do you think it's because the jerseys are a little bit too much skin? Maybe. You'd feel weird like rocking in here with the singlet on, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You don't come in with the jersey, do you? No. So you're represented by the scarf. Yeah. My missus is very keen on it. She's very keen on the idea of uh, the AFL jerseys on the NRL players because she reckons they've got the more impressive Warwick Farms on oh. them. So she said for, for viewers' sake, uh, for particularly for the female viewers, they should go the singlet-type jersey. Well, why wouldn't they do that? What about the tight shorts for the NRL blokes? Tight, yeah. Some of them are already... Paul Vaughan wears some very tight shorts. But in terms of uh, female viewers, even if they did for the nines at the start of the year... The yeah, singlet what, jersey. What would, stop, what would be a reason not to do that? Uh, I, I can't think of one. Is it the more tackling that you want to have sort of, I don't know. No. The, the, haven't the jerseys changed too? Like, I remember as a kid buying jerseys and they were like so loose on you. They were massive. Yeah. And now they're almost like spray on. They're super yeah, yeah. tight. Like. Well, I've got, okay, here you go. I've got a 1998 Dragons jumper. St. George Dragons jumper. That was yeah. the last ever Dragons jumper for the... St. George franchise before the merger came. It still fits me today, right? The West Tigers jumper for 2000. Mate, my 11-year-old does well to fit into it. Like, it's... It's amazing how it all changed. I just thought of a reason. Remember you used to wear the Steedon shoulder pads? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went When I went back to Port Macquarie last, I had the Steedon shoulder pads, the Steedon headgear. Yeah. Some of my mates even used to wear the torpedo yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cork pads. And the biceps. Some people have the biceps and still do. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be why. But you know you'd had a good game when uh, you had like... So it had the padding, and in between the padding was like a mesh uh, that, that oh, connected yeah, yeah. the padding. You know you'd had a good game when at the end of the end of the game or the end of the day you take the shoulder pads off and you have the mesh imprinted on your yes. shoulder because yeah. you knew you'd been yes. driving with the shoulder. Yes. Yeah, but if you took the shoulder pads off and no imprints, yes. you'd probably been grabbing. How old are you, Miss Old? Thirty-one. How old's Latrell, Adrian? Check it out for you. He's about five years younger than he, me. He'd I still think. be quite young, wouldn't he? Yeah, I reckon yeah. twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six. That'd be about right. I reckon twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Wow. He feels like he's been around there. forever. So the reason I brought that up is that Miss Ol and myself, the uh, mid-coast of New South Wales, Port yeah. Macquarie Sharks, yeah. just down the way in Taree, there's a young kid coming through yeah. who's just making waves to the point where I read an article today, and I think it was the Daily Telegraph, Tommy Bishop had referenced Luttrell as the sludge, Stevie Rogers. You know, If you can contain him, Sharks can win 
the game. Well, the interesting thing is that as they were coming through, and again, these are names that you, you actually hear about these kids before you see them, but that's how big the raps are on them. The idea was that Sha- Shaq, his brother, was meant to be every bit as good. Is that right? Ball-playing ball prop compared to Arthur Beats. Wow. Fell out of love with the game. Like, yeah. Flew out to like something ridiculous, like 160-odd kilos or whatever else. Yeah. Has come back to the point where he's now in the Rabbitohs system. Yeah. And he actually played alongside his brother, Latrell, which is a you know, massive yeah. achievement and, and great for the family. So... Excellent that he's actually fulfilling some of that potential that he showed. I remember growing up in Port, there was a few names you always used to hear about. So you'd hear about this bloke from Kempsey. He was a freak, unstoppable, 5'8", Albert Kelly. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Progress. There was a guy playing second row in Foster who was a freak, giant of a man. B? Jamal Jamal Idris. Jamal Idris. I think they say Boyd Cordner. Guy from Old Bar, Boyd Cordner. He was in the rep teams and, and, and my mate's... He was the year below us. My mates played reps with him and stuff. Said, "Yeah, he's pretty good, but he's quite he's quite thin for a second rower." Oh, so yeah. he just blew up. Um, and then you heard about this young kid. So when I, by the time I was sort of eighteen, end of school, people were talking about this really young kid from Tari, and that was Latrell. So it was just at, at that time a breeding ground for elite talent. Absolutely elite just, talent. You reminded me of something, Boyd Cordner. So my father-in-law, Wayne Smith, third most capped magpie in the history of the game. So he, his steam career. Played at the Sharks. Jack Gibson got him over there. He had a great career, Wayne. But he went on to be a school teacher. And with his rugby league background, school quickly got him involved in the state teams and all those sorts of things. So he's basically been a coach for many years or involved in teams for state teams all the way through so he's seen all these good kids come through and for 20 years or whatever he'd say the best tackling technique he's ever seen of a kid coming through Boyd Cordner right he said to me about two years ago he said Boyd Cordner is now number two I said really he said he's been overcome by the best tackling technique he's ever seen is Cody Gallon Gal's young bloke and I said I said to Gal I said and Gal sent me a video, and I said, why is Cody such a... And you know what? He's the most pleasant kid, and, and he's, he almost apologises. He breaks him in half, and he almost apologises. He almost feels bad about doing it, but his timing is so perfect, right? So I said to Gal, why is he so good and at, at his defence and timing? He said, and he sent me some videos. He spent a lot of time... See, we both agree that the kids are brought up tackling the tackling bag. It is so ridiculous. You never once I tackle somebody who just goes, righto, missile, come am. and tackle me. Here and I you am. just run in and dive And you them. dive. It's so bad for their technique, right? Whereas Gal would walk in the kitchen, right? And he'd, he would do it all very, very slow. So Cody's got to get his foot in nice and close, shoulders here, eye level here, bang, and would do it repetitively slow, 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 to the point where he's mastered it. Now, there's a book called Outliers by Malcolm yep. Gladwell. yep. And he talks in one chapter about, you know, there might be an area where there is so many penis over-indexing from that uh, piano players, by the way, for those yeah. who, who couldn't <laughs> find here at James. Uh, penis, piano players, like in Vienna, for example. Yeah. Or tennis players from a certain town. And they go, well, they all practice so slow. So they do everything so slow until they master the art. Whether it's hitting a tennis ball back or making a tackle or playing piano... And that's what young Cody Gallon's done. And, and, and what Cody achieves in rugby league, who knows? And uh, yeah. He's such a great kid. But 
it's a big rap from someone like Wayne who's seen all these many thousands of kids come through. Here's an example. So I did 100 freestyle, right? Yep. 47 seconds. Yep. But pre-season and things like that, I'm doing 80 kilometres a week. Yep. Everybody goes, why so many kilometres? If you're a if you're a runner and you're walking around each day, you're getting that kinesthetic awareness of what does it feel like to strike, push, walk every day. Yeah. As a swimmer, if I want to get that same amount of hours and that slow repetition, all I can do is laps. Yeah. So that's why we do a huge is body of work. Is that the method work. to the madness? That's, that's the method. Under fatigue, staying to your... Huge, huge amounts of time in the water just to get that same base of work and essentially master your skill as what you spoke about. That I think, was it a 1,000 hours or 10,000 10, hours? 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours yeah. to master a skill. Yeah. That's what we're doing. But also, too, like if you walk in the kitchen, and it's not always front-on like it is for the tackling bag, uh, and Adrian's got a nice little video here, It's he'll have him running away from him, right? He'll have him running away from him, and naturally when you're running away from someone, you put the palm out. Yeah. So Cody's learning to knock the palm down to go in for the tackle. It, it's, it, it is actually quite fascinating what, what he's achieved with his son doing something like that. What age is uh, Cody now? Cody's uh, under 11s. So what age would they start getting scouted by NRL clubs? Oh, 15? Uh, seriously, probably 15. But they, they, all decent clubs would know that, you know, for, for example, I've got, I've got a rap on a kid who, and I, I won't say, I've put no pressure on Cody Gallen by saying he's got a wonderful technique. That's fact. He just has. Go and yeah. watch him play. And he's got... But I actually reckon there's a kid in Cradulla who I reckon is the next Matt Burton. Like, he is... I won't say his name because it's not worth the pressure on him. He's 13. Yeah. He's 13. Yeah. But I know already that... And we've seen many, many kids come through and not make it. And it could be the case for him. If he, but if he keeps his head on, he's the next Matty Burton. This kid's just a gun. You know, he's a, he's a star. And I don't think his head will fall off. I think he's a kid who's, who's going to get it done. And, and some of our listeners out there who know me will probably know what I'm talking about. But... Um, I think that the good clubs certainly... For example, I was speaking to the Sharks, and I said, just watch five minutes of this kid, you know? So they, they know who he is. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they and know who they are. You were talking about t- tackle bags. You could actually... Yes. I just brought up a video, yeah. and they do this in the NFL, and they try to introduce it to NRL clubs, who some of them have balked at the expense. But it's a tackle bag, and it's sort of like motorised, so it actually moves around, and you don't know which direction it's going to move in. So like, that might be one of the answers, perhaps, to what you're talking about. Like, How is it moving around? Is there like, wheels under it's it? Like, it's motorised. Yeah. It's not, not on a track, is it? No. No, no, it's not on a track. So you've remote got to actually control? try to... Yeah, you can either remote control it or it can do random movements. So. Can I just say this, though? Um, a lot of the rugby... Sorry, a lot of the NFL is on the Astro turf, so therefore more consistent grounding. Yeah. Does that work on regular ground? I think or? it works on regular ground, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But that, that's just another aspect to like the stationary tackle bag. Yes. Anyone can tackle that, but when you actually have to move and get your shoulder in the right position, yeah. that's another way of doing it. Just on growing up in the country and junior talents, did, did you find when you were growing up, there are some young Indigenous kids who are freakish beyond belief yep. that never quite get picked up by NRL clubs or... It's easy know. to miss, mate. It, 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 yeah, it is. There's yeah. sliding doors. I, it, I don't know. I don't think your sport's easy to miss. You know why? Because it's not subjective. Yeah. Here's my time picking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where it's subjective, what we do, and, and scouts can't be everywhere. Like, if you're a good swimmer at school, 
your time is posted and you go to zone. Yep. Yeah. And that's posted, you go to regional. So you yep. can't be unluckily, unluckily left that's out. Honestly, that's why I did it. Yeah. That's that honestly right? why I did it. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I, no I, argument to it. No, no. And that's what I loved. It's like, you want to take your life from here to here, you finish here. Yeah. It's, it's so black and white that, and it's so much easier to train for knowing I don't have to impress him. I don't have to be friends with him. My dad doesn't have to be him. It's just I touch the wall, I go to the next one. And that's honestly a huge part of why I chose the sport. Well, people know my story. I had one club semi-interested in me, and I'm not going to go over it because 90% of people listening know the story. But it was St. George Dragons, right? And I absolutely stuffed up the trial. Now, who's to say that I don't go back to Port Macquarie and get another trial the next year? We don't know. Yeah. But the fact is, that was my one and only trial. The kid who looks similar to me has a blinder. They get us mixed up. Danny Badiris is that player. And they picked me because of Danny's great game, right? So I could have easily missed out. Many players out there could have easily been picked. It just... I think, you know what happened to me? I went down to this trial. I played, thought I had a blinder, and then the Bulldogs picked up this guy. They got the wrong guy. They thought I was Jamal Idris. They picked up Idris. They <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, of course they did. Of course they did. You had dreadlocks back in those days. Have you ever yeah. had so much hype about a player, probably before anyone's seen him, than Joseph Swell? I haven't. I haven't. I don't oh, think probably ever. Sonny Bill. Yeah. Oh, there was a kid... Um, Carl Falinga, yeah. slash Carl McNichol at yeah. the. I think he got. When was he that? was coming? He was coming up through the Shire. Yeah. And they offered him. He was the next Sunny Bill Williams. He, they offered him something like six hundred thousand dollars a year before he'd even played a first grade That's game. Right. What happened? And he then? got injured and just yep. fell off the radar. Yep. The Tautau Moga was a highly sprit kid, and he had about injuries. three or four ACLs. Yep. He just. Yeah. What, what year was this? Carl Falinga. What do you reckon? Oh, be. Early, early, early mid, tens? Mid, 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 yeah, mid-tens, I think. Yeah. And he never played first grade? No, no, I remember interviewing him back in the, the day. Yeah. Like, and he was just, he was going to revolutionise the game, as you said, like, next yep. Sonny Bill, yep. and it just never happened for him. And injury, pressure, like, that's, not everyone handles that as well. I of mean, course. Joseph Swali, he has done an incredible job. Like, imagine the that. pressure with, that he was under. Like, you had... Basically every code after him. Yep. Yeah. You had, you know, um, Rugby Australia's talking about, you know, ten million dollar offers, which aren't are correct, right? Like they don't have ten million dollars to, to no. work together. But have you? I think the other one is Kalen Ponga because he yep. was good across every sport. Like he could play golf. He yeah, could be a professional one. at AFL. He could do everything. He was one of those guys that you hate. He's just good at everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think there's almost more pressure now? They release the highlights. Like, I'm seeing YouTube clips. I remember Ponga was one of the first where I watched his, uh, I don't know if his manager released it or who released it, but I saw all this schoolboy yeah, footage it was of the, Ponga. Um, uh, what was the school called? Uh, Churchies. Yeah, Churchies. and I remember watching this schoolboy footage yeah. of Ponga and he had this white headgear and just going, this guy. Yeah. But honestly, I'd never watched schoolboy footage of anyone before. No. So I'm looking at it going, this guy's a freak. He's the next big thing. But I was comparing it to nothing because I'd never watched schoolboy footage before. But now every day, I've seen the Suwali highlights. Now every now and then you see there's a freak coming through and you see all their highlights. It's almost more pressure than ever before. Oh, but I, I didn't buy into it. Like, I just, because I've heard this story so many times. So you're right in saying that Suwali, what he's achieved is massive because he's had an amazing season, really. I know his last yeah. game, of course, the fullback didn't quite work out. But, but he, And there's the, the grit to go with the flash. That's yep. the most impressive. Yep, that's right. He, he enjoys the collision right. and the defensive side of the game and running a deep line. There's nothing that he won't do. But, yeah, I've just I've just looked up uh, Carlos Feliga. Yep. He's now 33 years old. 
uh, only played the one game for the Sharks in 2008. They did play a game. One NRL game. Right. And that's it. But okay. also, when you talk about footage too, like every manager now cuts up footage of their client. And I reckon you can make everyone look like Kalen Ponga. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you take the highlights of anyone's junior footy career yeah. and put it to music over 90 seconds, they look like a superstar. That's Instagram. Don't they? That's Instagram. Every, yeah. Everyone's got the greatest yeah. life of all time. Yeah. We, we yeah. publish our highlights. I'm guilty of it. We all do it. That's what yeah. happens. That's the world. one 300 1170 on to, we'll get to Latrell after this, but I want to talk about Latrell. Uh, Andrew Webster, your colleague for Sydney Morning Herald, wrote an article uh, about a goods moment, a potential goods moment. We're going to have a, a break. one 1170 This is crunch time. All thanks to Robson Civil. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Call one 1170 If you wish to join us, we are here at Hyde Park House, Jesse's Lounge, 49 William Street, here in Sydney. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.